We put the donkey in Donkey Kong. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. This is episode number 442. I have all three of my lovely co-hosts with me tonight. How are you doing? Steve, I'm going to start with you because um, you have a little boo-boo. Yeah. I was a <laughs> dumbass. Sprang my ankle at work. Got to well, do another drug test. <laughs> yes. Doctor. But my blood pressure's good, so that's good. <laughs> all right well i mean all's well that ends well three drug tests in seven months that i've worked for <laughs> that is insane say no <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm refraining from comment right now <laughs> hey justin how are you doing tonight that coffee looks like it is delicious i have tea and it's not doing the fucking trick right now my coffee is very lego-y <laughs> <laughs> i like that cup me too. <laughs> Except it's kind of small. Nice. Shut well, up, Lucas. <laughs> God bless America. No, see, I'm the mature one on the podcast. <laughs> so I just smile yes, and but, but But Steve was drinking, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas, how was your day? How are you doing today? It's been a day. It's been a kind of kind of bizarre mixed bag of a day, but now I'm here with my lovely <sighs> listeners, and for some reason, you guys, and we're gonna <laughs> podcast out. see what we can throw together. <laughs> well, first off, uh, I want to apologize for our live listeners. Uh, we are not live on Wednesday; it's Thursday tonight. But you know, I had a soccer game, so I had to postpone. But we won, so I guess it was worth it. Uh, next week we'll be back at our normal time on Wednesday, so hope to see you guys then. In the meantime, be sure to check out Infendo.com and, you know, go check out all the cool stuff that's going on over there. If you're watching us live, be sure to hit the like button down here and subscribe as well. We would really appreciate that. With that said, we have a really big news section today, so we're just going to get right into it. Steve, why don't you take us away with probably what's the biggest news of the week? Okay, so what you guys need to know about this news article is I was not supposed to be on the show tonight. Um, <laughs> I am on call at work, so on the off chance that I just bounce from the show for 20 minutes, that's why. But I came out of retirement for this episode <laughs> just to give this one news article. The Bedrock edition of Minecraft has finally received a release date on Switch. We are getting yeah. it June 21st, and it will be available simultaneously digitally and physically at retail. Um, and just like the regular version of Minecraft on Switch, it comes with the Mario Mashup pack. Uh, yeah, so it, it, I you, if, if one of our If one of our listeners happens to want more information, do you know where they can find more information about this update? Yeah, one of these four amazing hosts on this show, who shall remain nameless at this point, <laughs> wrote actually a very detailed article about what this is. Um, there were two points that he forgot to mention in said article. Um, the Java version of Minecraft is the only version of Minecraft that you can get shields in, and Update Aquatic is coming separately at a later time. So the new Ocean update they're working on that will be separately. I. I think that I may have missed those two points in the article, but it went up at 1 p.m. today on Infendo.com. So check it out, comment if you have any questions, and I'll hop on there and respond because I do like responding to 
the readers of our articles. It's kind of fun when it happens. So theoretically, so. like, let's just say that I don't really know anything about Minecraft. Why, why don't you... Well, <laughs> theoretically, yeah. Why right. don't you tell me why this update is such a big deal? So here's the short version of it. Um, the better to get the bedrock version of mine, or so the bedrock update, which is what this is, is essentially the better together update that they promised us last year that got pushed back. Mm -hmm. um, the better together update is what's going to allow cross-platform play um, for the Switch. So what that means is on the home screen of the Minecraft menu, there is a login with, I think they call it a Microsoft account, if I remember right which if you have Skype, if you have a Windows login, if you have a live um, email address or an MSN email address or a Hotmail even, you already have a Windows <laughs> account. So you'll, you'll log in with that <laughs> and that will give you the option to play class to play cross-platform. And when I say cross-platform, I mean you can play with iOS users, Android users, oh. um, PC users that are playing the Bedrock version and not Java, and you can play with Xbox One users as well. So basically, yeah. So if you're playing an edition version of Minecraft, like PS4 edition, uh, PS Vita edition, Xbox One edition, those editions are not the Bedrock version. The Bedrock version is simply titled Minecraft across all platforms. Hmm. All of your DLC that you've purchased already will transfer over. And as I've read since I wrote the article, um, there is a sync worlds from the previous version option under your save options. So that's how you're going to get all your previous worlds. Wait, um, you wrote the article? I thought it was a surprise mystery. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I helped the surprise mystery. <laughs> um, so a couple of questions. Shoot. Uh, number one, I forgot. Okay. Good question. <laughs> oh, number one. When you when you say the um, any DLC transfers now, does that mean I can finally transfer things that I've purchased in the Wii U version to no. the Switch? No. So no, it's only any, from Switch to right. Switch. Or, okay. That's right. Um, the other question was, um, Minecraft got updated a couple of days ago. I noticed. What was that? Um, that was either bug fixes or a new uh, skin pack of some sort. Okay, because I happened to notice that it was up on the top of my list, even so, though I hadn't played it. And the other, the other no. thing it could be, yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. It could be the sync compatibility with the new version of the game when it launches. Mm. So, because right. I know that I know that they've been doing updates on the servers on the back end as well to get ready for it. So. It did work on your mom's back end. Gosh. And Good thing that parking right cut out of the show. <laughs> I'm fully expecting to be completely cut out of this show, so <laughs> mute Justin's audio file. <laughs> All right. Um we do have an important question from minus sixty-four. He's asking, will his world from Portal Knights transfer over? If you will it, it might be so at some point. <laughs> Just make sure you complain enough, because evidently that's the key. <laughs> <laughs> all right so moving on to our next news topic not that we don't love minecraft but uh we do have like i said uh, quite a bit of news so justin why don't you take us away with our next article
Uh, yeah. Well, in the in the uh, lead up to E3, of course, we always end up with a bunch of leaks and rumors and various other pieces of news that may or may not be news. Um, among those is that Retro Studios, uh, their upcoming game that they've been very secretive about is in fact a, well, a, by, in, I say in fact, rumored to be a Star Fox racing game entitled Star Fox Grand Prix. Um, and uh, see the the, it says it's a spin-off of the main series that's kind of like a more like a F-Zero game than a Star Fox game. Um, guess there are a lot of opinions about this. Um, they also said uh, something like Diddy Kong Racing, which is actually uh, what I was thinking when I first heard about this, that, you know, like the flying sections of Diddy Kong Racing be something similar to that with probably the speed and the um whatnots of of f-zero but uh yes so we don't know if this is true obviously uh nintendo does not comment on rumors and speculation (laughs) but um it certainly it certainly uh sounds interesting we already know they're not working on metroid prime 4 nintendo has confirmed this um so what do you guys think of this so first of all eugene i know you're Another Star Fox fan. Anybody else? Yeah, so I, I, I think I think Lucas. I think Lucas too was probably even more so than me, um, because um, what I was reading and I, and I never played this game and I think Lucas have has I, I, apparently this could, if true, make one of the um, Star Fox Command ending endings canon. Apparently, I was oh yeah, yeah so. when they go on to become GP racers. Yes. Yeah. So Dude. like they're. That, that kind of adds a little bit more validity to this rumor, you know, so, but I mean, on that note, like, I am all for this, but on the same token, and, you know, kind of probably what we're going to talk about in a later news article, I don't want this to be the only thing we get for Star Wars. Yeah, right. I, 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 I want, like, if this happens, I'd like them to say something like, hey, look what we're working on with, like, X Studio, maybe, like, you know, with Retro Studio yeah. or whatever, but this is what we're going to be working on in the future, you know, here's the actual Star Fox, you know? Yeah. I would love to see a an actual Star Fox game being made by Q Games, since you know that's Dylan Cuthbert's yes um, studio. There, they um, were originally Argonaut Studios, which is the studio that made the original Star Fox. They also made Star Fox Command on the DS and Star Fox 3D or Star Fox 64 3D on the 3DS. So I would love to see them return and do a true Star Fox game. But, um, you know, I am not excited about this. I'm not angry about this. I don't feel that the existence of one game necessarily precludes the existence of another. I don't think that this means we'll never get F-Zero. I don't think this means we're never going to get another Star Fox. Um... But hey, if it's if it's a good game, it's a good game, you know. Yeah, so, I, I'm kind of with you on that one. Go ahead, Lucas. I've already kind of said my piece. Here's my first of all. I agree with everything Eugene said. Um, that's totally where I am. Um, I think it's a great idea. I think any more racing games on Nintendo is a good thing, especially like Nintendo IP racing games, because 
really only have Mario Kart right now, and that's not enough. Um, and, and hopefully it's true. I don't want this to replace Star Fox either, despite like the rest of the world getting hung up on the controls. I thought that Zero was a very fresh reboot mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for a series that basically, basically my complaint with Star Fox is what everybody else's complaint was with Sonic. They just kept adding like characters and situations and the story kept growing and it got messy. Like we had Crystal and then Peppy went to become like the general and the other general is gone and then Crystal's gone and then there's the like 50 different splits with like command and and then we have and then we have Star Fox 2 which has been officially released. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is now like pseudo canon. And then it all got like wiped fresh with Zero. And Zero was like a retelling of Star Fox 64, but on like a modern console. And I loved it for that because I loved Star Fox 64. But like, it was just so nice to have like the four guys back and right. like, you know, just playing Star Fox again and not having to worry about all this extra stuff and just like a nice, simple, well-made Star Fox plot. Yeah, like, I want, I want more of that. Zero <laughs> was definitely flawed. Um, it, not my favorite Star Fox game, but it had a lot of potential. And it, yeah, I'm I'm with you on that, Lucas. It was really kind of a return to form for Star yeah. Fox. Mm -hmm. It's a shame the gimmicky controls got in the way of most people's enjoyment, but yeah, because honestly, I, still, I, I it laid a groundwork that they. Can I even kind of disagree with the whole like flawed argument. I can understand how you could think that because obviously a lot of people had that problem, but like personally, the controls didn't bug me at all. Play the entire thing on a gamepad, and I made it work. Like I didn't have trouble with it. Do I wish that it didn't have it? Yeah, absolutely. But I see what they were going for. I think it was an interesting take on you know control schemes. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. This was just one of those doesn't times. But I I don't know. I didn't have as many problems with it as everybody else did. I thought it was an entirely playable game okay. without all the gimmick controls from start to finish. But I'm either way, what I want out of a Star Fox game. I love you tonight. <laughs> I'll tell you what I want out of a Star Fox game, and I know I just hit the timer, but um, I want a um, re like I want to play as kind of a prequel almost, right? You play as um, Fox's dad, and then oh. you, you know, go and then you find out like how everything broke away, and they went to with, Andros with Peppy and Pigma yeah. as your crewmates. Yes, yeah. <clears throat> dude, that would be really cool. I, I gotta say, Star I know Fox again, the Phantom Menace. <laughs> Again, timer here, but if we were making a much bigger Star Fox game, one thing that I would really like is the ability to switch between pilots, like on a game. Yes. Like you press or a button and all of a sudden you're flying around. As, that would be cool too. Heck, I would love like an online multiplayer Star Fox. But even short of that, I'd like the ability to like, okay, there's a chapter where like Falco flies off on his own. Do you keep playing as Fox? Do you switch to Falco? Do you right. play as Epi? That'd be so And that would be a great way to build off of what Star Fox 2 is. tried to yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you could switch you could, between pilots on that. You could build these worlds that are about as long and as many as like Star Fox sixty four, but the depth of the game comes from that every oh character God. has their own story, and depending on who you play as, you basically get four times the content. I, I love that idea only because like the way that Star Fox sixty four and basically every Star Fox is structured is you know you there's the branching yeah. pass, but like like what yeah. if the branching pass were like different characters? Oh my Stories. god! Yeah. Timer, timer, timer! We're never gonna get off this Star Fox thing because I love it so much. <laughs> but I want to say one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, all I'm gonna say is I have always I've always said I would rather play a short game with numerous 
branching paths than one super long game that only has one path. Yeah. And that fits right into it, you know? There you yeah. go, Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Next topic. God damn it. <laughs> All right, we are going to move on to our next topic. Um, this one is me. So so we are going to move on to our next topic, and it is mine. And we're going to talk about some, not really rumors, but um, well, well, we'll see what here. Nintendo, they filed a bunch of trademarks um, for basically a lot of their older games, like, you know, Link's Cross Rotating and Wii Fit and stuff like that. Um, I'm, I'll read the list here in a second. I want to preface this with everybody's freaking out by seeing this list. I'm not sold. Number one. I don't, that doesn't mean that Nintendo is going to be releasing any of these games, but I don't know. Everybody's freaking out about this. I'm not impressed. Here's the <laughs> list. Super Smash Brothers, Star Fox, uh, F-Zero, Pikmin, Yoshi's Island, Art Style, Flipnote Studio, Sin and Punishment, <clears throat> excuse me, The Legend of Starfy, Nintendogs, Link's Crossbow Training, Wii Fit, Wii Music, Wii Play, Wii Sports. So um, the, the general sentiment that I've been seeing online is that like, okay, Nintendo's not going to be releasing a virtual console, but this definitely means that we're going to be able to play these again on the Switch, right? I'm not sold. What do you guys think? I mean, there's definitely the potential with the motion controls and the Joy-Con to bring a lot of the Wii games back, and I think we're all wishing for Skyward Sword HD. Yeah. But, um... So, I mean, yeah, maybe it could mean that, but um, I don't know if you mentioned this, but Nintendo and a lot of companies will renew trademarks just for yeah. the sake of not losing them. I mean, exactly. you, yeah. you know, you can That's renew a trademark on a 20-year-old property. It doesn't mean you're going to use it, but it means it's still yours. Alternatively, if we do get these, and I hate to sound like the giant tryhard that I am, but... These are some casual games that are getting re renewed here. Like, I heard Starfy, Nintendogs, what were I would music, totally... Like... I would... Alright, Wii Music, not so much. I would totally play Wii Sports in HD. Um, Honestly, I had my fill I, I, I got it on the Wii U, I played I it online. Too. It was what it was, but play it did what? not hook me. We uh we sports on the uh Wii U. Oh Wii U. yeah, I really wanted the whole set, but in the end, I pretty much just ended up buying bowling. <laughs> it, yeah, it really wasn't worth it. And like, I I gotta say, like most of these games, great if you loved them, but like, I barely played any of them. And the ones I did play, I didn't really get a lot out of. Even if they do end up coming back, they're not my. They, they don't do anything for me. They don't excite me. It almost makes you wonder if Nintendo is trying to get back to the days of the Wii. They've already sold the Switch for the hardcore gamers, obviously, because yeah. here we all are. It almost makes you wonder if now they're trying... Oh, it's like, okay, we've already sold it to our main fans. How are we going to get it to sell more? Maybe right. bring back Maybe. some of these amazing yeah. franchises and see what happens. Yeah, it does really kind of feel like they're doing a reverse Wii, whereas Wii, they tried to hook all the casual gamers and then realized they lost the hardcore. Right. Now they went, all right, we're going after the hardcore, and if we can get some casual people on top of them, great. great. If not, we at least have this other group. And, of course, alternatively, these could all just be things that are appearing in the next Smash Bros, and they want to get those copyrights. <laughs> oh, I didn't so, even like, think of that. You know, Starfy is an assist trophy, Nintendogs had an assist trophy. Like, mm -hmm. And you know, so... <laughs> And so keeping in mind also that this is, um, these were registered in Japan. I'm not sure if I mentioned that, but they were registered by um, Nintendo Japan. So 
take that with what that's worth as well. I yeah, I don't know how trademarks work, how they carry over from from country to country. Um, so I don't know whether that means anything or not. So I, I do know that Nintendo has, um, I think we talked about it a couple of months ago, but they released on, I want to say the NVIDIA Shield in like China or something like that, like older Wii yeah. games. Maybe this has something right. to do with that as well. Who knows? But I, I don't think that we can definitively say, hey, this means that we're going to see all these games on the Switch because I just, yeah. I, I, I just don't see it that way, you know? It'd be I, nice, would, I would but... play Twilight Princess on my Switch. I know that wasn't on the list, but talking about the NVIDIA. Sure, sure. Yeah, the, huh? you, the I would definitely as well, but yeah, again, we'll just have to wait and see, I suppose. So We might not know a lot about trademarks, but I bet we sure know a lot about domain registration. So, you know, yeah! Yeah! Talk about <laughs> for a little bit. Um, hey, we're, we're not at work, Lucas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Nintendo did actually register a couple of domains the other day, which is interesting. Actually, it wasn't Nintendo. It was CSC Corporate Domains, Inc., which is like Eugene or Steve explain that better because that's a thing. <laughs> um, that's like part of Nintendo of America or something, or like they register domains for Nintendo Yeah, a, a, a basically something. a lot of companies, like big corporations, they'll like, you know, pay out another company to make sure that they register all the domains and everything like that. And so, you know, if you look at, what was it again, Steve, Lucas? Was it CS something? CSC Corporate Domains Incorporated. Yes, it, it looks like that's also the company that registered Nintendo.com, so, you know. Mm. <laughs> well, two days ago, they registered domains for Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, which correlates to a bunch of rumors and speculation that has been floating around the internet for a little over a month now about these being Pokemon Yellow sequels slash reboot games. Um, the original leak that I heard about came out of 4chan with a guy claiming that he worked on like the localization and development team. Um, then another His uncle leaker works came at Nintendo. <laughs> well, then another leaker came out and gave us some actual content about it, where he said that it was basically going to be a sequel. You weren't actually gonna play as Red and Blue, but they were gonna be in the game. Um, the Pokemon are gonna follow you. It's gonna take place in Kanto, like 10 years after the original game or something like that, which meshes up well with the Gen 7 Alola stuff. Um, and just a bunch of other little things like that. The really interesting part of the rumors, and this is all rumor and speculation, so do with it what you will, but the really interesting part is the name, Let's Go. And the reason for that name is because supposedly these games are going to connect heavily in with Pokemon Go. Um, they say that there's going to be cross-compatibility of some kind. I'm not sure what that would entail necessarily. They say you're going to be catching the Pokemon like you catch Pokemon in Pokemon Go. Again, sketchy and hard to make um, heads or tails of what that means. But there was a screenshot that leaked a while back, you might remember, that everybody kind of either dismissed or said maybe, that looks like it's from Pokemon Gen 7. It has a trainer riding a Lapras with oddly enough oh, an Eevee on her head. I totally and forgot about that. And in the water, there's a bunch of Pokemon that you can actually see, which is leading people to think you'll be able to see Pokemon in the overworld and encounter them and battle them. Um, people are starting to say that that area looks a lot like the path to the Sevi Islands from the Red and Blue remakes. So there's a possibility of that too. You tell I read all about this thing. Um, and now we're getting into the personal aspect of it, which is, I'm not overly excited for this. In fact, um, I, I kept this private, 
but I bashed this game hardcore in front of these three gentlemen a couple of days ago <laughs> because I want Gen 8 and I don't want this to be Gen 8. And like Eugene is probably going to say, we don't think this is going to be Gen 8, but if it is, I'm incredibly disappointed because every new generation up until now has been new Pokemon. And this is going to be a remake. So like, personally, I want it to be a 3DS remake. I don't even want it to be a Switch thing. I just wanted to use the Alola engine and have that be a thing, and then I can get my beautiful Pokemon Switch in HD. But it's sounding like this might be a Switch title. So See, for, for what it's worth, I hope it's just a remake, because if it's not, then like, I'm really bummed. See, now, and and once again, I'm, I'm on the opposite end as you, because it sounds like it's a new game with familiar elements. Because with all the stuff that they're adding and all the new gameplay, again, allegedly, with all the new gameplay, it doesn't take place at the same time. You don't play as the same characters and all this stuff. It doesn't sound so much like a remake as here is a brand new Pokemon game for a brand new system. But here's some familiar elements to attract people like me who haven't been hardcore into Pokemon in at least 10, more like 15 years. It definitely doesn't sound enough like a new Pokemon game to constitute its own generation. Like, the right. fact that this would be the first Pokemon generation where, like, we're not getting starters is, like, really weird. Like, so and the right. fact that it's a Pokemon Go title... Sorry, Steve. I'm You're fine. Right. You're fine. But the fact that it's, like, a Pokemon Go tie-in, it just feels so side game. Like, it feels like Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green. It feels like Heart Gold and Soul Silver. It doesn't feel like Sun and Moon, you know? It doesn't feel like... It, it doesn't know, feel like it belongs in that same echelon. Steve, I know you're going to get in here, but let me get in <laughs> fine, first fine, real yeah. quick. So, I to me, it... I want to say instead of like a leaf green or a heart gold soul silver, to me it almost feels like a branch of the Pokemon. If like if we're taking like this for one hundred percent, like like Pokemon Coliseum or Pokemon Stadium, like or those Razor or something, yeah, yeah, like like I'm I, and that's totally fine, you know, if that's what it is. I just don't want this to be Gen Eight. It's like sure. everybody's been saying we're getting Gen Eight, and like if this is Gen Eight, then like Pokemon's kind of dead for me. Okay, so, like, so here's what I think. I think if this does turn out to be legit, first off, I'm fucking stoked because I love Pikachu and I love Eevee. Um, <laughs> second, with you there too. If if this is legit, I don't think this is Gen eight. I think this is Gen seven point five. Yeah, it's going to be different than Alola, but it's not going to be utilizing the. F I I think it's going to be a test ground for the new engine, if anything. Right. Yeah. So it'll be Gen seven point five. It'll be kind of something on the side, like Pokemon Coliseum. And as far as the Pokemon Go stuff, I don't see that being any different than the Pokewalker. Like, I think it's going to be a side thing that's incorporated in there. You can catch a Pikachu at the at the mall. You can bring it into the game. You can fight it there. That's see, I, about how I think that's going to go. I would say that I agree with you on that, but it has Go in the name. Like, it feels like it's being shoehorned into, like, being a part of Pokemon Go. And everything that I've read about it, the rumors suggest that the success of Pokemon so, Go directly led to this type of thing. And, here, and here's, why, here's why they're tying Go into it, and I'll let you talk, Justin. They're tying Go into it because Go did exceptionally well with the casual base. And again, yeah. Nintendo's and trying to cater to the casual audience on the Switch. Not only yeah. the casual gamers, but also the lapsed Pokemon gamers like I me who... Yeah, which, who which who we have in the Pokemon world games. refer to you as casuals. Okay, well, <laughs> but casual what, Pokemon gamers. 
Yeah. Uh, the first thing I want to throw out there is, again, just a reminder, listeners, none of this stuff has any confirmation whatsoever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems very plausible based on the information and the screenshots and the art and everything that's out there, but we don't know. It could be close. It could be nothing at all. Um, the other thing is, yeah, I'm totally with uh, Steve on this. Generation, nothing has ever topped Generation 1 for me, except, you know, in gameplay-wise, because Gen 2 really built... Like, Gen 2 is probably, like, the last time I really loved Pokemon, because everything got too complicated. I don't like micromanagey role-playing games, and that's what Pokemon became for me. Um, but... Um, it's the familiarity that attracts me here. I love Pikachu. I love the original 151. Um, sure. I love returning to Kanto and seeing all the original tra- trainers and characters and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a casual Pokemon player. I'm an old man. You're a Gen 1-er. That's what the Pokemon base would call you, is a Gen 1-er. You're one of those people who feels the original games were the best and like nothing. Well, that's a stretch. <laughs> I know that's the timer, but I have one more thing I wanted to say because that seems to be the theme tonight. Eugene <laughs> had made an interesting comment to us at some point. I don't remember where or when, mm-hmm. but you had said that Pokemon Go has gotten your girlfriend playing a Pokemon game, and yeah. she is very interested in these rumors. That's. Like, I was gonna close. I was actually gonna. Yeah, I was gonna close yeah. off the the topic with that. I was gonna just tell you that story actually. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna close it here. So I know we, we've already hit our second timer. So you know we gotta move on. But I do want to give you this little anecdote. Yeah, Heather, my girlfriend, she's been hardcore into Pokemon Go, like like hardcore, like these last couple of months. Yeah. And so you know she's really into it. These rumors came out, and I just kind of you know kind of showed her what was going on, and like it actually piqued her interest. She's like, wait, what? They're gonna, there's gonna be a Pokemon game on Switch that's like Pokemon Go, and I was like, well, that's the rumor, and like she was genuinely excited. So, <laughs> Lucas, Eugene, Steve, this game might not be for all three of us. Maybe it's more for the casual people like my girlfriend, you know? Like, I don't know. Like, that, well, that maybe that's Pokemon Go like, has really brought a lot of people into it, so, mm-hmm. you know. Just like we talk about with Star Fox, and I know, timer, who cares? But um, <laughs> just like we talk about Star Fox, um, as long as this isn't a replacement, I'm fine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The new normal, I'm incredibly bummed. But if it's not, With then I, who cares? I, I agree. Yeah, I'm sure that that there's they know how hardcore the the fan base is. This I don't is even mind if Let's Go becomes like its own spin-off series. Right. As long as I still get Pokemon right. Meridian and Pokemon Santa Maria or right. whatever. <laughs> if if this is if this is Gen 8, I'm disappointed, but I'm still playing it. You know what I mean? Sure. Wait, 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 wait! I've, I've, I've got it. Oh, got Poke- it. Pokemon Nina, Pokemon Pinta, <laughs> and you travel to another land and you use your Pokemon to take over the the region and slaughter the natives. And <laughs> so we're playing Pokemon Colon- Colonizers Edition, right? Oh. Yeah. And then the special edition, of course, will be Pokemon Santa Maria. And with yeah. that, we will be right back after a word from these sponsors. <laughs> Thanks, Lucas. <laughs>
have all you. left us. I love you so much. <laughs> Do you want to sponsor Infendo Radio? Call us at infendo.net and you can be an Infendo. <laughs> Call us at this website. <laughs> can we register Infendo.net? Probably. We can't now. We could. We, I, we could. It's not registered right now. Can we register something like Ron Paul 2024 and sell it to him <laughs> and like make a boatload of money? You've been, watching, you've been watching John Oliver. <laughs> go, to, go to Rudy Giuliani 2024. <laughs> and watch the ferrets flick you off. I'm trying to get it to stay, but... <laughs> All right. Are we ready to roll into Nintendo's or do yeah, we hear breaks? Let's... Let's roll into it. I'm, well, yeah, I'm good. I'm freaking uh, my cat out with this thing. <laughs> just, is that a Metroid? It is. The, <laughs> the world of Nintendo, which is the front. Oh, the okay. I thought I was you were like, going to say you ripped the Metroid off your Amiibo. I was going to say my squishy Metroid does not look like that, so what the hell. Or squidgy, yeah, no. I forgot. Squidgy. <laughs> squidgy. Squidgy, like the Donkey Kong enemy. Oh yeah, God. This back I hope nobody was looking at the YouTube because the list of games just flashed right over where the chat went. So don't rewind that shit. Mm, Damn well, it. I probably closed <laughs> the window here. <laughs> yeah, I just All closed right. the chat. That's what I thought he was talking about. By the way, Lucas, we are T minus two hours and 22 minutes. And Eugene, could you pop that game too? I'm okay. actually suffering a little bit waiting for the game. <laughs> this, this is why we're trying to go long tonight, Eugene, because we need the show to last until 9.30, 11.30. That's oh, like stop, the perfect because time. I still haven't decided whether I'm going to get it. <laughs> I got it, Justin. So uh, that, if that makes your decision any easier that, that's or worse, it, there you go. It would if it were multiplayer. If we could I all know, play it right? together, I would have bought it already. <laughs> Oh, that'd be rad. That, that's what that game really needs. The next, like, Warriors-type yeah, game. Dude, maybe that'll be in the season pass that we don't fucking need is online. I would buy the there's season a, pass There's a season online. pass for Definitive Edition, too? Not yet, but it's... Uh, Lucas it is predicting it. Prediction. Lucas is hardcore <laughs> predicting it. <laughs> yeah. Eugene, this can't go in the, act, in the edited version because <sighs> we have to do that on its own separate show. Put it in the final version, and then when it actually gets announced, we're like, we called it here first. In oh, we're we're, calling, we're, we freaking, we're calling it. We just have to get the show going. But yeah. speaking of getting the show going, we have a show <laughs> go that needs to get Come going. On. Let's freaking play some Nintendoons so Lucas can win, because let's be real. Yeah. I rolled my eyes in HD, bitch. <laughs> All right, yeah, let, let's get rolling i have to make a sh note here in my audacity and then yeah, we'll get started here all right welcome back we are ready to play nintendo tunes and what what what's that who's hosting oh yeah it's me motherfuckers but actually not really, because it's really the patrons that are hosting tonight. There were a ton of suggestions from patrons this week. Um, if you want to suggest a song for Nintendoons, you can too by going to patreon.com slash infendoradio and joining the, I believe, $2 tier to become an elite beat agent. 
Um, if you are just joining us for the first time, welcome. This is Infendo Radio, and this is probably my favorite section, Nintendo's. This is where I have ten games, and I have a bunch of tracks from those games, and these guys are going to try and guess what the game is based on the music. You guys can play along at home as well, and we encourage you to do so. This first track comes from my man, Jay-Z Beast. Um, I have a feeling this is probably going to be a quicker one, but let's find out. Um, I, I tried to pick a some tracks that wouldn't be as recognizable, but he did want me to start with this track, so uh, let's give it to him. Here's the first track. How's volume? Volume is okay. A little loud, but not bad. Pollution of Gaia. It is not. Pollution of Gaia. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. I'm not gonna give you very many hints here to start off. How about another? How about another track here? You said this is kind of a recognizable game? It should be. Is this Rogue Squadron? It is not Rogue Squadron. Is it any Star Wars game? It is not a Star Wars game. Your first hint is that this game is um, technically a remake. Wait, I know this song. Is this Owlboy? It's not Owlboy. Is this Star Fox Zero? It is not Star Fox Zero. Here's your next track. I know this song. Oh. I know this really well. Is this Fire Emblem the one for, um... The, the one that came out on 3DS. Dragon. No, the other one. The one that came out on 3DS with like the two heroes. This is not a fire emblem. Fate. God, why do I know this so? I know this. Monster Hunter Generator. Level Crossing. Sure is. Sure I only is. got that because I remember he's been talking about getting that when it comes out. <laughs> So I, this is music from Thank Monster you, Hunter Generations Ultimate, and Steve is on the board with his first point. I know. Well, you are now the resident Monster Hunter expert in our community. <laughs> We're counting. I don't know shit about Monster Hunter. <laughs> you know more than I do now. <laughs> I know absolutely. So we're going to move on to our next track. This is another track from our patrons, because um, I said, again, it is a patron-filled episode. This one comes from Phantom. Is this playing now? Yeah. It is. Can you hear it? Kind of. Can you hear it? the volume up? Maybe no, it's just kind of weird. So it's Phantom, so it's either an RPG or an indie game. You would think. Your first hint is this is not a typical Phantom game. But I guess it is, because we talked about it. I guess your second hint is that we talked about this game series, um, I think recently in the Discord. 
Phantom and I and a couple of other. I should videos. pay more attention to the Discord. Here's another track. I should pay any attention to the Discord. You should. There's some fun people in there. <laughs> Your third hint is that Phantom was gonna suggest uh, something, but he forgot what he picked, so it's gonna be a surprise to him too. <laughs> we can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you, Justin. Yeah. Um. I'll tell you guys in the chat. Hang on. <laughs> Alright, I guess I better start giving you some hints. Real ones. This game is a Nintendo 64 game. Nintendo 64 game? Like, all my guesses. Your second hint is, this is a port of a PC game. Oh, there went that guess. Doom. Wait. Is there a Doom 64? There is. There was, but this is not it. Here's your next track. Is this Duke Nukem? It is not Duke Nukem. Quake? Well, that's... God, the music th is really quiet. That's the extent of my 64 knowledge. <laughs> Can we get some more hints? Genre? Preferably okay, not developer, because that never helps I, I'm not going to give you genre, because your hint here is that giving genre would narrow it down to a, like, four games on the console. Literally. So, that's a Starcraft. hit right there. Um, it is Starcraft? not Starcraft. Okay. It is not Starcraft. Um, I guess your next ogre hint battle? is that this... I was just about to say It ogre is battle. not Ogre Battle. Um, Can you give us another hint? God, um, I'm trying to give you another hint. So, um... Fuck. Wave Race? Uh, let me give you another track, and then I'll think of another hint. Not Wave Race. Did I already tell you this is a port of a PC game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. They didn't do uh, Wolfenstein, did they? They did not. I know. I, okay, so your next hint is that this, the developer of this one, or at least of the original PC game, is no longer in existence. If we can't get it to it uh, by the next track, I will tell you who that developer is, because I think that will also give it away. Did that really stupid game that's like a point-and-click, that's like the, the father of point-and-click games, was that ever on N64? That stupid one that everybody loves or hates? Command and Conquer 2? Miss? Missed. Ah. It is not missed. I'm gonna have to give it to Steve because it think, is Command and Conquer. I think Conquer. N64 Steve is the just only guessed it. Command and did not come out on. It is Command and Conquer. I remember talking about that in the. Discord. Oh my god! I completely forgot Command and Conquer came out. I, I don't know what that is. <laughs> you don't know what Command and Conquer is? Not a clue. Is? God, I've never. Oh my god! I've never even played one, and I'm well aware of what it is. Command and Conquer was my jam back in the day. It's a basically wow. Starcraft, but with tanks. This is scary. Steve has two points and we're I know, two man. rounds in. I'm a little freaked out right now. I like I'm not going to suggest. I stand a chance. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see if you stand a chance with Dr. Johnny Five's Yes, Here it comes. Skyrim? No. It's not Skyrim. Is it that... Game that's coming out in like a month with the sun. Praise the sun. Dark it is Souls. not. Is this yeah. too loud, by the way? It's a little loud. It's a little loud. Okay. I turned it up for the last track. And... Is it like 
the only Bayonetta song I haven't heard. It is not. Um, your first hint is this game appeared on the Wii. Oh, interesting. Is it the last story? It's not last story. Here's your next track. Pandora's Tower, just to throw it out there. Good guess. <laughs> no. Good. If Steve gets a third point, I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> the Wonderful 101? Nah, that didn't sound no. like that. Okay, so... Speaking of which, I've been fighting with my technical difficulties over here and not keeping track of the score, so I hope somebody... Steve, Steve has two! <laughs> Steve's got them all, man! <laughs> it's, it's truly the end of days. Alright. Um, we are going to give the, our next hint. Um, this, the, oh. this game is part of a series... And it is still going on to this day. And Star I'm going to give you another track. It is not Starcraft. We came part of a series. What was still the other going on today? Dead Space Extraction? It's not Dead Space. Red Steel. So, no, that's not going on. It is not Red Steel. Um, I guess your next hint is this game did appear on Wii, but it was also on basically everything else. It was multi-platform. So it came out on Xbox 360, Conduit. PlayStation 3, and PC. No. Clearly you guys are not even listening to the clues. <laughs> <laughs> you are naming uh, franchises that have not had games in years and games that have not been multi-platform. <laughs> I'm gonna. Um, is this Call of Duty Modern Warfare Reflex? Is this edition? somehow Okami? Call of Duty World at War. I'm gonna have to give it to you, Justin. Oh, you said it. it this is Call of Duty World at War. Okay. <laughs> very, very nice. I was just gonna work my way backwards through the series until I got it. So. <laughs> yes, nice. I, I had a hell of a time finding music that wasn't just like ambiance on this one, but uh, it, it was uh, I guess it was a good one because. Kind of stumped y'all. So thanks for that, Dr. Johnny Five. Alright, so let's move on to a track that comes from my mind. Um, this game is. I don't know. I think it might go easy, but we'll see how it goes. How about this for y'all? Mega Man 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Eleven. Well, fuck. I mean, yeah. <laughs> 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 I feel like if I had to guess, it's like four or later because it doesn't sound familiar right off the bat. But I could be wrong. I'll it's give, clearly I'll Mega give, Man. Uh, it, it is. It's, it sounds like it's a Game Boy. It one. is Mega Man Six, the final Mega Man that came out on NES. It's actually I don't think I ever played my that favorite one. Mega Man. It's really good. I, don't think I, I ever played that one. Yeah. Well, fuck. I I knew it was gonna go quick, but I didn't know it was gonna go that fast. quick. Let's just say I'm a mega fan of Mega Man. Aha! But do you listen to Mega Man? Can we not say that? Oh my god. Now we're definitely moving on. This next track... I do, but I only have Mega Lan, so... No! No! We're moving on! Alright, this next track um, I think also is going to go quick and is part of a series, so I am going to require you to give me the exact title. Fuck. Wait, 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 wait. I've spent so much time in the sun, I'm Mega And that was when off. Eugene Mega ran. <laughs> which no, I know we already no used, way. but like. Here we go. Eugene is gonna Mega ban us. <laughs> <laughs> I hate all of you. 
I, I, you guys play by yourselves. I'm out of here. Bye. <laughs> Send me the list. Send me the list. <laughs> All right. No Kirby Canvas Curse. It is not Kirby Canvas Curse. <clears throat> Kirby Putt Putt Golf Fomatic. Kirby Mass Attack. It is not any of those. Here's your next track. Oh, is it? Is it a Kirby game? I don't know. It might be. Oh, Kirby this NES. This is definitely Kirby. Kirby Dreamland 3. Kirby's Adventure. Nope. Kirby's Apple. Kirby 2. Nope. Kirby Triple Deluxe. Nope. Kirby, Kirby Nightmare Superstar in Dreamland. Ultra. Kirby and the Kirby Magic Mirror. Magic Mirror. What did you say, Justin, before? Kirby's Avalanche. I super. I nope. said Avalanche and Superstar nope. Ultra. Here's your next track. It might be a Kirby game. I don't know. Very Kirby well Air Ride. That was definitely Kirby yeah. music there. Kirby Air Ride. Um, Kirby. Was it Dreamland 3? Because you didn't Kirby respond to that. Kirby Fighters. That Kirby Fighters game. There was a Kirby the Fighters Kirby, Battle Royale. This could be yours. The Kirby, Kirby, the Kirby, Kirby 3D RPG game. Oh yeah, um, Kirby's Blowout or whatever that game was. Kirby Simple Hit. Hold on, hold the fuck on. This one came from Andy Searson, and I love him. Because I didn't say that before. Sorry. Is it the simple Kirby game for the 3DS where you can't get any powers? No, the other. That's no, it's not Triple Deluxe. The one that came out that's like a 3D game that I don't know the name of. Yeah, it's that Blowout or whatever it is. Yeah, Kirby Blowout Blast. No, here's the next track. Kirby can uh the yarn Kirby. Kirby's epic yarn. Nope. Kirby Superstar Saga. Nope. Kirby one, two, three. Nope. This is Okay, this is definitely Kirby's is, Dream it, is this Super Smash Brothers? It is not Super Smash Brothers. This is a Kirby game. You okay. guys are almost there, but you haven't gotten there yet, and I'm not gonna give it to you. Oh wait, 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 wait. Is it what, freaking uh, Star Allies? Pinball game. What was the pinball game? Kirby's pinball land. Not that. No, that was so it's Mario. not Star Allies. Well, it's, it's not that. Tilt and it's not Tumble. That. It's not either of those. Nope. Uh, it's not Mass Attack. How many other Kirby games have there been? Too many, obviously. We, uh, we oh, is it the have... Kirby puzzle game? Is it the Wario... Oh, not Wario's Woods, but whatever that Shit. Kirby uh, one is. Rainbow Curse. No, the like, Curse. SNES one. Nope. It's not that? Nope. You guys got <sighs> one more song. I'm not giving it to you unless you give me the exact track either. Or title, so... We've... <laughs> Here is the next one. This is the last one, by the way. Kirby 64? Mm-mm. Nightmare in Dreamland? Mm -mm. Return to Dreamland? Nope. Hmm. This is... <laughs> yeah, it's sounding very Kirby 64 right now, which is why I'm confused. This is all definitely Kirby Oh, Kirby music. Planet Robobo? Like, Did you already say that one? It's not Yeah, that. I said that. And it's not Triple Deluxe. And it's not the Battle Royale... What the hell was that other Kirby, Kirby Rumble, game? Wasn't it? On wasn't the... it called Rumble or something? Battle Maybe. Rumble. Or... I, I, I haven't heard the title yet. You guys are running out of time. Uh, we're gonna miss a goddamn Kirby game. My, I don't think we're gonna My get. My 3DS this. isn't in reach, so I can't even. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I want to check, e but I also feel like that would be cheating. <laughs> <laughs> at this at at this point, is it? <laughs> Do we give up? I guess. If it's Kirby something rumble, though, I'm demanding a point. 
<laughs> Alright, yeah, this I, game yeah, is Kirby Squeak Squad. Fuck. None of us said Squeak Shit, Squad? I knew there was another DS Kirby game that was not coming out. Nobody said Squeak Nobody Squad. I swore Justin said it, which is why I went right to Magic Mirror. I said Mass Attack, oh, the other yeah. DS one. God, there were so many bad Kirby And games. I knew there was one that came out between Superstar Ultra and Mass Attack, but it wasn't coming Damn. to me. Uh, well Fucking done, Andy. Squeak like, Squad. He, he, he stumped us with a Kirby game. game. Right? A Kirby game. <laughs> with the Kirby like, guy knew, over here. I, I knew all of you guys were going to know what it was, but were you going to know what it was? I have the perfect sound effect for this moment. That sounded like it was straight out of the game. All right. Thank you again, Andy, for providing that track. Our next track comes from Mike Corky Dog. Thank you for providing a track, Mr. Corky Dog. And here we go. Captain Rainbow. It's not Captain Rainbow. Damn. Animal Crossing. This is, is this Wario Land 2 or Wario Land, Land 3? 4 4. It is not the, any of those. What was your question, Justin? Is this a DS game? No, your first hint is that this is a Game Boy Advance game. That was going to be my Wario Wario World, Wario Micro Game Spinning. The spinning Micro Game. Nope. Twisted. That was Wario Where nope. Twisted. Banjo Kazooie Grunty's Revenge. Wario Land 4. Is Wario anywhere near this game? No, here's your next track. <laughs> Pilot Wings is this Advance? Either Mario Golf Advance Tour mm. or whatever the Mario Tennis game for the Game Boy Advance was? It is not. Cruising USA Advance. <laughs> it is not. Was that a thing? I don't know. If it, if it is, I want it. I don't know. Half Me the games too. you guys mentioned just guessing stuff. <laughs> they, they, they made a Crazy Taxi for the Game crazy Boy Advance. Crazy Taxi so, Advance. Know, all right. Donkey Kong um, Racing. <laughs> I'm going to give Advanced. you a... I think this might be a pretty strong hint, but I think this game is obscure enough that it deserves it. Um, so this is an odd pairing of publishers and developers. It was published by THQ, but oddly enough, it was developed by Rare. It's Mr. Pants. God damn, it is Mr. Pants. <laughs> as soon as you said THQ, I almost shouted it's Mr. Pants, but I wanted to make sure. Okay, <laughs> I, I think I would be remiss if I didn't let you guys listen to this fucking track. So, what the fuck you, is dumb, Mr. Dumb, Pants? Grant Kirkhope. <laughs> exactly. Game Boy Advance, what? dude. You know it's just Mr. utter Pants Game, Boy Game Boy Advance, Advance level so. garbage. <laughs> Apparently this game is actually good, but this know. this soundtrack is basically what I think of all Game Boy Advance games. It's <laughs> that awkward in between period between good handheld games and good DS games. All right, we're gonna move on to another track um, from a patron. This one comes from. I think I found my new ringtone, by the way. <laughs> all right, this one comes from Malik Emerus, and here we go. Kid Icarus of Myths and Monsters? You motherfucker, this is That's it? it? <laughs> yeah, Holy it is. Sh 
That was wow. I've never played that game. It was a total <laughs> freaking shot in the dark. That was. And with that, we are all tied to two. And amazing. Steve had a stroke Holy crap! Well, I don't care who I, gets the most points. I won tonight. Because well, I, I recognized that song and I was like, wait a sec, I know this. Why do I know this? And then he said that, and I'm like, oh, I, yeah, I think we did that game a few weeks ago, the last time I hosted. I've never played that game. Oh wow! All right, well, that's impressive. I'm not even gonna lie. So this <laughs> next one, I fear, is probably gonna go pretty quickly. <laughs> We'll see what happens. This one comes from me. So let's see what happens here. It's a spit trip. Windows has encountered an error and Presents needs to close the two. game. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I know this soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to Steve. It, that, felt, that, felt like a, that felt like a Steve is sleeping with Eugene, so Eugene's going to let him have this one. Game. Well, I was I was throwing Steve a bone, but Steve didn't need any bones to be thrown at him, Not oddly enough, that's tonight. Like, so. That's like, oh, is it Minecraft? <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard those gears, and I'm like, why do I know those gears? No way. He's putting BitTrip on here? <laughs> well, oddly enough, with, Speaking of with, Q games. with Runner 3 coming out, I actually yeah. downloaded the, the Runner 2 soundtrack, and I I dig it. Oh, I've been Runner, listening to Runner 2 is amazing. I love the <laughs> So, all right, uh, that Steve got that one. He takes a slight edge over Justin and Lucas. They have two. He has three. Two games. That's an exciting match. Yeah. And I've been listening right? to this this week too. Actually. Did you say two games left? Two games left. We do it. Are going to move on to who suggested this track? I want to get that right. You guys are gonna be pissed if I actually win and I wasn't even supposed to be here tonight. <laughs> Actually, if you win, you're like three months ahead of your goal, so yeah. I'm happy. Right? Yeah, that's true. And last time, Justin won when I hosted, so Eugene didn't get the point. So, you know, <laughs> everything's good in competition, Phil. Yeah, tied for you. All right, here comes the next track. This one comes to us from Minus 64. Oh. Captain Rainbow. This is that Captain Rainbow. Damn. Really almost, cool if it was. It I'm never like gonna ukulele. be able to use Captain Rainbow. It is not ukulele. Crash Bandicoot. It's not Crash Bandicoot, but you're kind of heading in the right direction. How about another track before? Uh, How about another track? Chameleon Twist. This is not Chameleon Twist. Banjo-Kazooie Grunty's Revenge. It is not. Is it Gex? <laughs> it is not Gex. Alright, your first hint, or second, I can't second. remember. Second hint is that this game appeared on the Game Boy Advance. Spyro. God damn it. The, the Spyro, it's Spyro. Spyro, it's, yay! It's Spyro, <laughs> it's Spyro. Uh. This game is called Spyro Season of Ice. 
Yay! Yeah, that's the one with the commercial you can't find anymore on YouTube. It was like, fire oh, and yeah, ice, right. ain't so nice, standing in bubbles, bringing out to trouble. Yeah. Well, we have it's it on YouTube a, now, thank you. Somebody remixed that, make me into <laughs> a song. But yeah, no, it's not on YouTube. Like, you look for it. That was what spawned the Trojan Man joke with yep, us. Yep, you look yep. for it, and all you get are Trojan fire and ice commercials. So, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Thanks, condoms, for ruining something else people enjoy. <laughs> Alrighty, we are going to move on to our final track, which means it could very well not be the final track, because we could either have a tie between Steven Lucas or a three-way tie between all you motherfuckers, so let's find out Actually, what happens. I was going to say it's either going to be a three-way tie or yeah, somebody's going to yeah. yeah. so If Justin wins, it's a tie. If one of us wins, then or, it's game over. Well, unless none of us yeah. get it, in it's, which case yeah, he has two of you. Okay, I forgot the possibility that none of us can get it. It could be a Kirby song, guys. Yeah. So okay, be prepared so, for... <laughs> yeah, we, we all know how, how little we play those so games. So I'm going to mute the first part of this song because um, I couldn't... Okay, first I should tell you who it's from. This one comes from Corrupted, James Brown. And I couldn't find... Um, it, I, it's basically just one long tracks. And I think the beginning part would really give it away. And I don't want to give it away right away. So here we go. Let me... Fast forward a little bit here. So what I'm hearing is this is an old or obscure game. I mean, I don't know what you heard, but here's what you're about to hear. Here's your first track. Captain Rainbow. So to do this game, I think I'm just going to kind of jump around in between um, the tracks. But see if you can Conquer's get it. Bad Fur Day. Is this Spider-Man? It is not either of those. Oh, Minus64 got it in the chat. This is Conquest of the Crystal Palace. Oh, wow, yeah. The <laughs> sequel, right? For the Super Nintendo Deluxe, which was a system. <laughs> let's. Uh, this sounds vaguely familiar. Let's uh, move into another track. Let's skip ahead over here. It's the song of my homeland. <laughs> If you guys can't get it, I'll let you listen to the intro, and one of you will definitely. Is this done, score and cannoli? It is not. Your first hint is that this game appeared on the Nintendo 64. It's not common. No, but it's reminds me. Yeah, right. It's not Quest. Now Quest 64. Redacted. <laughs> you don't get to redact on this show. Your next hint is this game. I'm not gonna give you that hint yet. Your next hint is that I'm going to have to look up what this game's all about. So just let's have about another portion of the song. Yeah, do that. Yeah, I don't want to give you that hint yet because I think that'll God. really give it away. And mine has got is this. Quick. Clay Fighter 63 and a third or Sculptor's Cut? It is cut? not. Alright, um, let's look up some items, some stuff about this game. Oh, interesting. Okay, so this game is a multi-platform game. It appeared on the Dreamcast, the PlayStation, the Nintendo 64, as well as Windows. Freaky Flyers. As well as what? It is not Freaky Flyers. But what right, if it was? Right? 
Here's another portion. Um, I'm about to start giving these, dropping some real hints here. Oh man. Okay, your next hint is that this game is a trivia style game. The guy game. Mm, not, uh, no. The, the girl game. <laughs> the girl game. No, neither of those. Trivia two. style. All right, this I'm didn't sound familiar until right here. I'm gonna play the very beginning of this long trivial thing, pursuit. And then I'm gonna give you, minute to win it. And then I'm gonna give you the the hint that um, I think is gonna give it away if you can't get it from this. But I honestly think this is gonna give it away. So get your buzzers ready. Steve, how many trivia games did you play in the N64? Shut up. Baby, you know <gasps> it's South, South Park. Park. You the one. <laughs> Oh, that was a dead chef's love shack. <laughs> chef's love shack. It, it is chef's love shack, but I, I I have to put that as a tie between Lucas and Steve. That is I, I just How is that a tie? Said, they both That's said a tie. You both said that South Park at the same time. Tie, oh, I feel yeah. like I said it first. Okay, no, we'll make it a tie. Dead tie. Yeah. Okay, well if I'm getting nothing for that, I'm dropping. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And. It's console shatteringly fun. <laughs> it shows. We can hear you loud and clear. <laughs> All right, so you motherfuckers are gonna make oh, me God. Google some shit. Can you get a tie game that's fair? That's I'm trying the to question. think of this. Yeah, I know, right? Basically, um, no Sonic, no Minecraft, no. Yeah, let's figure this out here. Let's go to the old YouTube machine. All right, so this is the tiebreaker round between Steve and Lucas. Um, I am going to require you to give me an exact title for this game oh, because no. it is part of a series. So it's not so, Hyrule Warriors. That's what here I thought it was going to be. So here we go, kids. Hyrule Warriors 3DS. We ever played this? Is this Sonic CD? No. This is not Sonic CD. Eugene wouldn't play Sonic. You know, you would think, but. <laughs> I'm not sure that I've ever played this. Here's your next one. Oh, I'm sure we've all played it. Is this F0X? It is not F0X. F0GX. not. Man, I thought this was gonna go quick, but it sounds like you guys might need hints. Boy, not sounding like anything this way. Alright, here's another track, and then I'll Shadow the Hedgehog. After that. No. Fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, me either. Alright, your first hint is this, this game appeared on the 3DS. It's just Pokemon Monster Hunter X Stories. No. Is it either of those? I, I, you guys were both talking at the Monster, same time, so I honestly didn't Mon hear anything. 
I said Monster Hunter Stories. It is not Monster Hunter Stories. Lucas I said, said Pokemon, Pokemon X, X and y. y. Sun or Moon. It is not Pokemon X, Y, Sun or Moon. Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. It is not. No. Here's your next track. Uh, oh, where'd my window go? I, I seriously Boy, thought Steve, you guys were going to get this like, right away. I don't know, buddy. It is Pokemon, though. Black and white, black, white, two. Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. <laughs> yes! Nice! Steve oh. takes the victory away from Lucas! Oh, oh, I feel my life force draining from my body. <laughs> <laughs> this is indeed Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. <laughs> and again, you don't have fireworks for me. <laughs> I know, I fucked up. <laughs> All right, well done, Steve. Oh, I'm proud my of you. God. Proud of you. It, all right, well, we are going to take a break here, and we'll be right back with uh, the question block. All right, we're back. Steve, do you feel special tonight like you Dude, did it like i what? am like on cloud nine with hyrule warriors coming out tonight i won nintendo's i'm not even supposed to be here tonight and i haven't gotten a call yet it is a good night <laughs> uh, we'll take it man we'll take it destiny thank, thank uh, you dante for sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> but with that we are going to roll into our next segment which is the question block um if you want to be a part of our question block segment you can too by going to patreon.com slash radio, just like Schnazzy1 did. Um, Justin, why don't you take us away with his question? Sure. Um, Schnazzy1 says, uh, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate has been announced as coming out for Switch in the U.S. Uh, this far after Monster Hunter World effectively updated the gameplay for the first time ever. Do you feel it's still a worthwhile release, especially with World hitting PC no more than two to three months after? Uh, speaking personally, oh, okay. Uh, sorry, I thought a cat was getting into something. Uh, speaking, no, it was on my end. Speaking personally, I mean, uh, I, I'm, I don't have a PC, so you know, if I were to get it for anything, it would be for the Switch. So, I mean, for the people who don't have multiple platforms, I think it's definitely worth it. Um, Generations, according to uh, Lucas, is the one to get into if you've never played Monster Hunter. So there's that as well. Um, yeah, so... can I can I speak to that for a second? Yeah, yeah, um, go ahead. That's all I have to say on the matter. For years, I listened to the Nintendo Fever podcast. Well, maybe not for years, but for a long time, I listened to the Nintendo Fever podcast with Matt and Holly, which is coming back very soon, by the way. Yeah. Um, and they almost got me into it. And then <laughs> I met Lucas, and Lucas was finally able to get me to play the game, and I loved it. I, I fell out of it hardcore, especially right after the Switch came out. So the fact that we're getting it on the Switch means I'm probably going to get heavy into it again. I'm not going to be one of those like hardcore Monster Hunter players that play it for hundreds or even thousands of hours i know that for sure but it's going to be a game that i probably put well over 100 to 150 hours into so speaking of speaking of which i have monster hunter generations because 
everybody was was into it and playing it at one point yeah, yeah you're down was gonna teach me how to that. like it and uh steve i don't think i'm even friends with you on my 3ds so. no because you never oh. added me i added you oh you did okay yeah. well <laughs> i will solve that problem as soon as it gets to my 3ds <laughs> So, I, but, I, I'm going to jump in here um, real quick. Sorry, Steve. I, no, I no, no. I was just going to go on. So go ahead. Uh, so uh, this question, you know, obviously has a lot of touchy t- subject. Or it's, it's kind of a touchy subject here in Nintendo land, you know, with Monster Hunter and Capcom and all that bullshit. Um, here's where I stand on this. I think it's a little bit too little too late on Capcom's end. Um, I think it's great that it's going to be coming. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure that it's going to find an audience, but like... I, I, I have a really hard time, like, getting um, excited for this. Especially when you consider, you know, it's a port of a 3DS game that, you know, is, you know, how old now? And not to mention the actual game, X and uh, Double Cross, has been out for a while in Japan. So anybody who probably has wanted to play it already owns that version of it. So, you know, I don't know. Not it's really hard... Uh... Go ahead, I don't I don't know Japanese, so uh, I was... It, it was either a U.S. release or nothing for me. Well, and that's where sure. I'm at, too. I, I don't have a Japanese eShop account on principle, and if it's not coming to the States, I'm not going to buy it. That's just how I am. Sure. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I, I think that, um, like I said, it could find an audience, but it's not going to be me. I Is... I will, I if anything, I, I'd be hoping for some kind of, and I know this is wishful thinking, some kind of Switch port for Monster Hunter World, you know, because at this point I want to play, like, the latest and greatest if I want to play do, another Monster Hunter game. But Do we know if there's going to be um, cross-region play? Able to play with double-cross players? How to Lucas? We don't know. The speculation is no, but it's possible. D- how does it work on 3DS? Is there a cross? As far as I'm aware, they're locked by region. Yeah, okay. and part of that so... is because the Japanese version usually releases downloadable content that's specific to Japan. Mm-hmm. But that's true. Yeah. So likely well, not only it'll be that, but the 3DS just... is region locked. So. Mm-hmm. Well, but true. you can play Mario Kart with people from Japan, can't you? On the 3DS. I think so. I don't remember. I, I think, I think it's region like, locking. Yeah, region locking is cartridge based, though. It's not like online um, connectivity. Right. And That's it, up it to could, the I, I think it could be like an either or too. Like you can have. Um, obviously, it's always going to be region lock cartridge based, but you can also re lock it by like only mm-hmm. allow American players to play with American players and Japanese players play with the Japanese players. You know, like, yeah. I think the you know the companies have that decision. But that was our timer. Um, thank you, Schnazzy One, for your question. We are going to move on to minus sixty four. Why don't you take us away, Lucas? <coughs> minus sixty four's question is. How do vampires always look so neat and tidy if they can't see themselves in the mirror? All right. The answer to that is freaking obvious. Dr. Johnny Five asks. (laughs) (laughs) Bats have echolocution, which allows them to see in the dark by using sound. Vampires come from bats. So obviously vampires just use echolocution to know exactly how they look without having to see themselves. No, 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 no. You got it How all do wrong. you... Wait, wait. All right, wait. Hang on. Yeah, I got to poke holes in this because... No, no, no. I'm not going to poke holes in it. I'm going to present a completely different theory. It takes a vampire to make a vampire, right? So, you get the vampire that made you and you help the vampire that made you 
and that's how kind of like girlfriends you braid each other's hair oh god (laughs) shit exactly sires have to help each other yeah echolocation is not going to help you locate dirt on your face so you know that's See, so, you say that, but how many times have you been a vampire? <laughs> so I know vampires can't see. I used to work graveyard shift. Can they like see their reflection like in a pond or like in the toilet or something like that? I Maybe think that's they how see their shit. I don't see any reflection. Yeah. I think that's like vampire one hundred and one. Well, <laughs> depending on your vampire lore. Well, yeah. Sparkly I mean, ones obviously. don't count. No, Ever. they don't. <laughs> um, I guess the the real answer is vampires. the. The jury is still out on that one. Well, I mean, when you spend your the majority of your day inside a coffin, not much chance for anything to really get on you. You bite someone's neck, you well, rip it off on your bet. sleeve, and you're laundry <laughs> the next bedhead, day. So you know, how do you keep your hair looking nice? You get bedhead when you're in the coffin. Gel. That little spot. May- that every vamp- up. every traditional vampire I've ever seen has had their hair slicked back. You know, you get the greaser Maybe- look. Maybe. Maybe the vampires hire vampire butlers that are also vampire barbers and vampire fashion why would, designers. Why would they that hire them? Just create them. You just go well, bite someone too. and say you're the butler fucker. Sucks well, but to be once you. you're a, <laughs> this, once you're a vampire, you should have some this, choice this over whole, what vampire job you want to do. This whole no. vampire. <laughs> <laughs> You don't even want to know what they do after light. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, um, thank you, Minus, for your question, but we are definitely going to move on. (laughs) Dr. Johnny Five asks what, Steve? Okay. So he says, do you guys think there are issues with how the winning team is chosen in Splatfest? I'm personally shocked that uh, Mikey lost over the weekend. I'm always happy for a Marina win, but still... It seems lately that the team that wins the popular vote is going to lose. I totally see Donnie winning this weekend for that for that fact. There is evidence in the past that goes against this, but there are also a good amount of Splatfests that support this theory. By the way, isn't it meant to start a flame war? I just think there is a legit issue with the system. Splatfe- Splatfest feels like whose line is it anyway where the points don't matter. <laughs> this is something kind of like Nintendo Tunes. Yeah, yeah. There's, this is something that's actually... bothered me for a while. It's yeah, like I don't it fully doesn't understand seem like the battles how... matter. It almost seems yeah. like Nintendo just picks it, and they're like, "Oh, well, no. here's your percentages." It's like I've no, been in I plenty of solo battles like the presidential election. where it's you know, and oh, I the don't thing know. about the thing about it is though, like, yeah, you've been in a bunch of battles where you've won like ten matches in a night, but then there's another like fifty thousand matches going on that you're not a part of, you know? Oh yeah. I think the results are more or less accurate. I think that's why they're usually down to just a couple of percentage points. But I think the discrepancy, and I think we saw it more of it in Splatoon one than we did in Splatoon two, that was some really weird statistics. Was that um, usually the team that had less people playing had a little bit of an edge yeah. because they got paired up with themselves more of the time as opposed to being paired up against the opponents, and that ultimately meant that they lost less battles that mattered. So I think that kind of shapes the results a little bit. But yeah, I don't think there's a fix in on Splatfest. I don't really think Nintendo has anything to gain from that except a loss of credibility. You know, yeah. sure. But um, 
what was that the question or was the question who do we think is going to win? <laughs> no, the, I don't know. I, I think just, I think it has. Do we well, have, I think it, the answer, there's something about abolishing the electoral the college and I don't know. Is, the answer, <laughs> the answer to the question of who we think is going to win is I don't fucking care because Leo's out and Mike is out, so I'm not even going to play the last Splatfest, not because I can't. But because I don't, I don't care about the other two turtles. Not so why would I? I will, yeah, I will. I will tell you the secret to winning and losing Splatfests. Find me and ask me: A, what team do I want to be on? And B, am I actually playing? Or not? Yeah. If I'm playing, if I'm playing, the team I'm on is going to win. Yeah. If I'm not playing, the team I'm on is going to lose. And every we single have, Splatfest, we have proven statistics yeah. for this. Splatistics every single Splatfest in Splatoon 2 that I've wanted to be on a team but haven't been, that team has lost. Every time I have played Splatfest, my team has won. So just find me, and if I stick my head out of the ground, it's six more weeks of winter. <laughs> and if not, then you're, you're all going to die in a fire. So. So that's the long and short of how Splatfest works. <laughs> oh, that's good. I, I have no horse in this race because honestly, like, I've always kind of think that thought that the way they've um, handled it is a little wonky. But I don't really care because, like, whatever, it's Splatoon. Like, the whole <laughs> the point only... about Splatoon is, is that you shouldn't care about that stuff, right? Like, right. they don't even show you – it's like they rare, barely even show you, like, how many, like, you know, kills and deaths or whatever you had, you know? So, like – Tell Just that to rank. Tell that to ranked players with like an S plus rating. Sure, sure. Or you're not people, wrong. I, people honestly, take the only their rank Splatoon so hard. I think the only times I've played Splatoon two in the past few months has been on Splatfest, and that's only been on like two of them. So <laughs> that's how my wife is yeah. too. I mean, I've definitely gotten I like more the into game, it, but, but I'm I've not usually in the mood again. for that level of competition. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Well, right. Splatoon actually needs a battle royale. Unlike like every other game that's getting one, Splatoon actually really needs like a 100 player battle royale. That would uh, be a that, fun, relaxing way to play. The I game. would actually really love that. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to move on to our final um, question from the question block. Remember, if you want to submit a question, you can as well by going to patreon.com slash radio where Phantom asks, there have been a lot of, <clears throat> excuse me, there have been a lot of simulator games released on the Switch where you simulate an everyday job such as farming simulator and construction simulator. If you could make a simulator game about an everyday job occupation, what would it be? That's a Duh. really good question. <laughs> Janitor. Duh. <laughs> I've had a lot of janitorial jobs. That's, that seems like something you can make a game out of. You almost have to. And... Now, I'll tell you tell you right now the answer is video game podcaster simulator <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you, just, you sit at a desk and you just talk into a microphone for like four hours and gray people are watching what a, what about IT guy simulator I can't even say on air what that one would be like <laughs> would it involve, it's, would it involve it's get me falling downstairs yeah that is part of it <laughs> falling down the stairs while carrying a NEMA box worth of stuff I want a um, so we've have construction simulator, but I want demolition simulator. I want to just drive around with like a wrecking ball or you know like a freaking bulldozer or something and just like wreck shop. So what you're saying is 
You wanna come in like a wrecking ball? Oh God! <laughs> you walked right into that one, my friend. God, I don't think I was, Justin has ever hit so hard before. I was, <laughs> I was waiting for Lucas to jump in with it, but you know, he left. Him I refuse to sing Miley Cyrus. <laughs> oh, but you'll sing Frozen. <laughs> yeah, big freaking difference. One is a touching story of sisterly love. The other is a half-naked woman on a wrecking ball licking a foam finger. That sounds better than the, the sisterly love one. <laughs> God. Do you guys have any answers for the Sims that you'd like? I forgot. Besides what the- I think we all gave later? them. Yeah. He, okay. he did janitor. Steve did PC builder no, or whatever. IT, IT man. I did Infendo simulator. We got this. We're well, there. Go. I mean, I guess since we still have time on the timer, it's not exactly answering the question, but there is a really cool game on VR called Job Simulator where you literally do exactly <laughs> Job that. Job Simulator is amazing. Yeah, I love Job Simulator. It's cool. So there, yeah, I I guess there's kind of already that, but I would maybe like that to be expanded to like you know like what Justin said. What about maybe it, since we're talking VR games? What about Sith Lord Simulator? <clears throat> See, that's what I was gonna say. Isn't like it bothers that me that the all the Republic? simulator games. <laughs> It bothers me that all the simulator games are like really boring things and not like Night Simulator or like, you know, something fun. Well, well, what's what's great is when simu- they take something that should be fascinating and make it boring, yeah. ironically. <laughs> simulator basically implies that the game is going to be rather boring, it's going to be physics-based, and it's going to be fun to watch on YouTube. Like That's, that's what the simulator subtitle implies when you see those games. So, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fair enough. I think we have exhausted our question block, but thank you all of our patrons for providing those questions. And yeah, we're going to take a little break and we'll move on to change the system. All right, we are back. Um, We are about to change some systems, um, but before we do, I think I'm going to go first because I'm not changing the system to something away from Nintendo. I've been playing my Switch lately. It's actually been really rad. I'm not going to talk too much about it because it's mainly been a lot of Breath of the Wild and um, you know some other games that I've talked about in the past. But I do want to talk about ARMS because I, um, I, I, I did talk about it briefly last week. But I like legitimately got back into arms in the last week since we've talked like I, th- I i would say i've probably put a good five hours into it like kind of on and off yeah at like um, eleven thirty at night every night when lucas and i are on yeah. <laughs> every night we're playing we see oh eugene's playing arms yep. again <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why but that's kind of been like my you know how you get a comfort food type of game that's kind of been mm-hmm. my comfort food type of game recently um it I don't know why. It just feels good to go back and play that game. Maybe it's because I haven't played it in so long, but it's good. It's still fun. I'm not sad that we put it on our game of the year list last year. Like I legitimately feel as if it belonged there. Like it, it's only gotten better since it's come out. You know, like it's, it's legitimately a much better game since when it first came out. So yeah, Arms is great. Breath of the Wild is still good. I'm actually playing it right now. Fucking lightning keeps hitting me because I'm not paying attention and taking off, not Get taking off my helm. weapons. Get the Thunder Helm and you'll never have to <laughs> worry just, about it again. Or just take off the electricity. Like, just don't wear metal clothes. Or get the Thunder yeah, Helm. Yeah, I'm just not paying attention. 
I'm trying to Korok hunt and podcast at the same time, and it's not working out clearly. But yeah, that's really been my playtime. I thought I was going to put some more time into Beat Saber um, last week, but I'm going to be honest with you guys. It's been too hot to play that game. Um, <laughs> I just hooked up my air conditioner on Saturday, so hopefully now I will um, you know, maybe get to play a little bit more of that now that I've got a, some temperature control. But yeah, that's about it. So, Justin, you're, you're rapping over there. Why don't you tell me what the hell you've been playing? Before, before Justin does that, can I ask you a question about arms, actually? Please. Okay, because um, this actually, I'm, I'm interested by this. I freaking love ARMS. I think it's an amazing game. I think it's like a genre-defining game almost. I have never seen it as comfort food. The reason that I don't play it as much as I used to is because it's such a stressful game I was going to gonna say, it doesn't me. seem like a comfort food. It seems very stressful. When, and... when I go online in ARMS, it's like when I go online in Smash Bros., <laughs> which is why I don't spend much time online in Smash Bros., I'm there to win, and if I lose, I feel really bad. <laughs> Which is why I don't play a lot like, of maybe Splatoon. Maybe that's just because <laughs> just the maybe competition just like the makes See, me Splatoon. Splatoon does not feel like a competitive game to me, and maybe that's because ranked mode exists. So like ranked mode is like my you know challenge, and like casual is just casual. But like freaking when I play Arms, I'm like I'm in it to win it, and when I lose, I feel really bad about myself for not being better. Like in a one-on-one fighting game, I got to win or like you've challenged yeah. me in my dominion. How do you manage that cuz Arms is almost entirely online. Like you must be playing online, um, right? I am like entirely actually. And so I guess maybe it this that makes it doesn't make a difference to you, but I haven't been playing ranked in Arms. I've been mainly playing party mode. But, kind of. Um, at the same time, I still want to win, I guess. But I don't know. Maybe it's maybe I, 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 maybe I'm crazy. But I I don't tend to lose a lot of matches against in arms unless I'm playing against like you. You know, like if I'm playing in party mode, like it tends to be like a more casual crowd. So maybe that's that. Maybe it's because I'm not like maybe. ranked as high and I'm not being matched with like the same people you are. I don't know. Yeah, um, I, I but on that don't. note. I, I, yeah, I, I was just gonna say like I I don't see I don't know I, I guess I, I just don't see arms as like a competitive game that way like I guess if I was playing in ranked mode I would but like I just go in and have fun like I'm playing basketball man mm. cool maybe I need to take a fresh look at it then I spend so much time obsessing over the fact that I don't have like <laughs> there's so much that we share that oh I'm sorry is it my turn <laughs> <God>. yet <laughs> not <No>. yet <laughs> not um, yet. <laughs> I find it so interesting that, like, I, I can't even find a main character to latch onto. And, like, that's part of my problem. Like, there's no commitment there because it's like, I kind of like Ribbon Girl, but I'm better with Lollipop, and I really want to be good with Masango, and I really want to be good with Me the too! evil professor lady. Oh, my and, like, God. But see, like, that's that's part of my thing. In, like, in Smash, I found Bayonetta, and, like, I latched on, and, like, that's all I'll use now. I don't have that in ARMS. So, like, there's no sense of permanence uh for me or, like, identity. And it sounds stupid, but, like, that's a big part of my issue with not being able to really settle, you know? So I know, I guess I know that's kind of, uh, it's uh, my timer there, um, but um, to kind of add on to that, and then I'll move it on to you, Justin, I guess that <laughs> that may be, be, that might be why I'm back into it, because now that there's these two new characters, um, 
that I haven't played as. I'm trying to main as Misako, mm. you know? I'm finding it a, yeah. really difficult. But, like, I really love that character. It's really... It's interesting. It's, like, an entirely new mechanic. And all... To, like, if you haven't played before, like, yeah. if you, you know, hold the charge, you, you know, you can, you know, either be the red one or the blue one, and each one has, like, different effects. But anyways, I... I think that maybe that be by, might be part of it too that I am trying to main somebody else because I've kind of if, latched on to Misango. Last point and then Justin. If you ever have free time like in the evening when Heather's out like at work or something and you want a video chat with me like call me. Maybe we'll get back into it if I have somebody to talk yeah. to. Yeah. Because like right now it's For just sure. me and a bunch of faceless drones and it doesn't do it. <laughs> it's not enough. So. Oh I'm in. Oh I'm in. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, Justin, um, what? I don't. I was gonna make a, s- a joke about the song you were singing. What are you playing? I don't even know how you could have made a relevant joke about the song I was singing, but anywho. that's why I didn't try. <laughs> oh, it is a small world, isn't it, gentlemen? Justin, what have you got for us? Sure, why not? <laughs> um, actually, all your. <coughs> Pardon me. Now I'm dying. Um. I'm going to have to download that and give it a try because I have not played ARMS in any way, shape, or form, and everybody keeps talking about it. It holds no interest for me other than the fact that everybody else says it's good, so, you know, I got to try it. Um, What I have been playing is my comfort food game, Lego City Undercover. Um, (laughs) uh Oh, I I was half expecting you to say Breath of the Wild. Doing some, I've been doing some Korok hunting in Breath of the Wild um, as well, uh, discovering new areas that I had never been to in my 200 plus hours of playing. <laughs> um, miraculous that that's still happening. Um, mostly I've been playing the Super NES Classic. Uh, I finished Donkey Kong Country for about the 473rd time. Um, Such I just Started Donkey Kong Country 2. That's an even better game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what else have I been playing? Carmen San Diego, of course. Um, I'm getting getting still oh, playing yeah. Carmen San Diego. Getting closer and closer to catching her. Um, <laughs> I can I cannot wait until you get your capture card so you can like just <laughs> capture at least a, just a little bit of that oh, game. I am, <laughs> I'm planning on, because I have a feeling at this point that Carmen Sandiego is the last criminal you catch. Like I always thought it was randomized and she just had a low like appearance rate, but now I'm beginning to mm-hmm. think that, you because there's a progression, you solve a certain number of cases and then you get promoted. Then you have to solve more cases and you get promoted again. And I found out last night, because I failed at one of the missions, like I missed like one crucial piece of evidence that could have gotten me a warrant earlier in the game and I never got a, like I never got anything to replace it. So I got to the end of the time cycle and I didn't have a warrant. So the criminal got away and so I went back to my previous save and started it again. It was the exact same mission. So the missions are all pre-programmed. <laughs> um, sure. So I have a feeling that, yeah, um, Carmen San Diego is going to be the last one. Um, if I do catch her, I'm going to, at the very least, uh, post a photograph of it. <laughs> but hopefully I'll have my capture <laughs> card by then. 
and uh, can stream that for y'all because that's exciting. Um, let's see, uh, Donkey Kong Country, Carmen Sandiego, SimCity. There was one other game that I've been jumping in and out of. I don't even remember. What have I been playing on my Switch? On your SNES Classic? Yeah, I thought there was one more that I've been playing, but I can't can't think of it. And my Switch has kind of stagnated the past week. Um, I'll turn on Lego City Undercover and run around in it for a while, but I haven't done much in Skyrim. Um, haven't mm-hmm. done much in any of my casual games either, which is why I'm not entirely going to pull the trigger tonight on uh, Hyrule Warriors, because just not a whole lot of interest in gaming lately <laughs> but that will all sure. change soon because um as eugene um just uh revealed unceremoniously um i'm th- got a <laughs> capture card in in the in the mail right now uh a recording one not a streaming one but um the one of the first things I plan on doing is starting a master mode. I've not played any master mode in Breath of the Wild, so y'all will get to see all of my epic <laughs> fails um, all the way through. Because <laughs> I'll be honest, I'm I kind of miss those first few hours of Breath of the Wild where everything kicked your ass for just like it doesn't I re- change. Yeah, I will never forget the first time <laughs> yeah. I encountered a blue bokoblin and I'm like, I'm dead already? I've been playing the game for 15 minutes. <laughs> right. Yeah, the, the big thing with Master Mode is you're just as weak as you were when you first started playing, but you know how to right. play. I, so it's it's right. like a different level of like starting over. It's not that like first minute like freshness. Yeah. But it still feels good. You know, it's it's I love the beginning of games. I'm hope- so much more than the middle point. I'm hoping that that um I, it will help me hone my uh my battling skill cuz um I used to be really good at like fighting Lionels and taking very minimal damage, but the last couple Lionels I've right. I've fought I have I've gone through like three or four fairies each and <laughs> it's like uh no i'm definitely off my game i need to work on this so and right and the other thing that i've been playing this entire podcast has been kinetic sand <laughs> which is what what is kinetic sand <laughs> oh it's like, sand oh, that like I, retains its oh, shape yeah and yet I, doesn't I, I was like i have never heard of that eShop game <laughs> <laughs> that's a very indie <laughs> game you wouldn't have heard yeah. of it I gotta get back. So, Indy, it's not on any mainstream console. No. I gotta get back in a Blossomville, <laughs> come to think of it, because kind of fizzled out on that. Oh yeah, I kind of did too, actually. Thanks for bringing that up back up, because I've, I've been meaning to finish that actually. Oh, and I played a All little right. bit of uh, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe um, the other night because nice. I needed to. Um, and just to close close out, um, I did get. Uh, bridge constructor portal i played like a few of the tutorial levels but it's the kind of thing that i need to just actually sit down and play because you can't not you can't turn the volume mm-hmm. off you have to be able to listen to glados <laughs> right yeah that's like part of it for sure <laughs> all right well we're gonna move on and it looks like we're moving in lucas's direction <laughs> what have you been playing tonight yeah, it sure does. Um, I have had a weird week because um, ever since I beat Breath of the Wild, 
I've had kind of a massive hole in my gaming library because for the longest time, Breath of the Wild was my gaming comfort food. I would get off work and I'd be like, well, I got a few hours to kill. Let's hunt for some Koroks. And that was my thing. Then I did it. <laughs> and then I like one I think last week because I hadn't done it at the time. I like 100% of the game. So by anyone's standards, except the people who argue that leveling up armor is a prerequisite, which is a decent amount of the population, I've 100%ed Breath of the Wild, and I have no plans <laughs> to do the armor stuff, so like in my book, it's done. Um, so that's done, and there's really not much else to do in there. I have the master mode version of um, Trial of the Sword to do, but... I do it like once, and I remember why I hate doing it. It's just it's you such were a pain saying, in the butt. Oh my god, it's, that sounded it's not, terrible. I watched that it's, Liz, it, Lisbo's thing that you posted. Yeah, it's not fun, really. <laughs> like it, 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 it should be, but it's not. And like you have so many weapons, and they break, and it's it's really more of a headache than anything. It, it's like okay, now you've got to like manage all your weaponry and keep things from breaking. And in master mode, everything heals. So if you're not quick enough or strong enough to take things out, or if you don't bring the right kind of weapon to the right room, you're just mm-hmm. you're in trouble there. So like someday I'd like to do it, but I don't think that day is anytime soon because I kind of want to have fun, and that's not fun. I still haven't finished <laughs> Trial of the Sword in you know normal mode. Yeah, yeah. Like, I got it's to tough, the la- man. I got to the last section. I'm like, nope. This is I didn't get to thing, the last section. The I've died remember... like five times in the second section and just keep and just gave up. See, and I remember, actually, the first section I had a lot of trouble with because of the Lizalfos area, which is where I am now, like room eight. The second one, um, I actually remember going a lot smoother, but the third one is like a 50-room nightmare or something like that. Like, and if I hadn't saved, like, the two ancient arrows that I found, I wouldn't have been able to do it. Yeah. Because there's like there's like things that you just, you need them for, or you need to be just totally elite. Yeah. And I had yeah, it's, a, it's I had no idea until I watched an Austin John plays video that you can take yeah. out a Lionel with one shot with an ancient mm-hmm. arrow. I'm like, why didn't somebody tell me this? But I never yeah. <laughs> I never even got to a Lionel in uh, my <laughs> Trial of the Sword. Well, I've spent um, Breath of the Wild aside because that game is kind of over for me now, which is cool to say. Like, it's cool to say I did everything in Breath of the Wild short of like DLC. So like, I don't have any reason to go back to it. But um, short of that, I've been playing a lot of games for a very short amount of time. Almost nothing worth mentioning. Um, Death Road to Canada, I have played a lot of. I did an Infendo Plays for the first time in months, and I posted that onto YouTube on our channel here. So if you want to check that out, I would encourage you to check that out. It's a hilarious game, lots of fun, randomly generated. Me and Eugene went on a little adventure, and it turned (laughs) out just like how you'd expect. Um, I filmed episode two. That's going up next Sunday. My plan is to just keep filming episodes and upload them every Sunday from now on. Maybe not always Death Road to Canada, but that's my contribution to Infendo Plays from now on. And I owe a lot of that to Eugene, because I would see the Beat Saber live streams go up. Mm. And that made me want to produce content again. So all that makes I'm me want the is Beat Saber for Switch. <laughs> yeah, me too. But like, I'm taking the lazy man's approach with it. There's no face cam or anything like that because it's just it's a headache, really, editing these videos. If we had an editor, it would be a lot easier. But right now, we do our own stuff. So like, yeah, that's like three hours of my life, like every weekend that I dedicate to just like syncing up audio, and that's a lot of time. So anyway, that's there if you want to watch it. If you want my three hours of wasted time to be validated, no pressure though. <laughs> um, 
And then I sat down with Steve, and he was playing Donkey Kong, and I was struggling to find a game to play. And I started playing Hyrule Warriors on the 3DS, and that didn't stick. Then I tried Etrian Odyssey, and that didn't <laughs> stick. Then I tried, like, five other games, and none of those stuck. And Steve's like, hey, play Fire Emblem Warriors. And I'm like, okay, that seems like something I could do. And <laughs> it's a really fun game. It, um... It's not nearly as long as Hyrule Warriors. The adventure mode maps, the history mode maps that they have, are not nearly as intense. There's like 20 challenges in a map instead of like 50. So you'd spend right. a lot less time playing and replaying matches and stuff. But there's stuff that's a big challenge. Like right now I'm trying to get Robin's best weapon. Um, I have the weapon, but I need an item to upgrade the weapon. And in order to get that item, I have to beat a particular mission with an S rank, which isn't as hard as in Hyrule Warriors. They raise the, like, damage that you can take and stuff. Give me a sec. They raise the damage and stuff you can take to, like, 80%. So, like, it's really easy to do if you're the right level. But you have to play as bow units, and I never trained up any of my bow units. So now I'm in that old familiar warrior's grind where I'm trying to, like, level everybody up enough to... But I'll tell you this, real quick, last point I want to make on here. Um, A lot of people that I talk to who don't like the Warriors games complain that it's just button mashing. And I, I get that. It's never been a problem for me, but I understand that. But I found out the other night that Fire Emblem Warriors has an option where you can use a blessing that prevents you from dealing any damage as the player. And the entire game, the entire way you play, you get better items for doing it. But the only way you can take out the enemy units is by putting your own units and telling them Hmm. to attack. It's called the Tactician's Hmm. Blessing. And I gotta say, the fact that you can play like that in this game really speaks highly to the, like, tactical elements that this game offers. Because there's, like, no other Warriors games where your units are that valuable. That sounds really interesting, actually, because it's, it, it, I mean, that's, it you know, what Fire Emblem proper kind mm-hmm. of is, so. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I actually think it's really amazing, because, like, it, it entirely puts the burden on your units to, like, send them away and fight and stuff. And the entire game is like that, but you're still, like, the deus ex machina of your, you know, team. Like, right. the rest of your team goes out, and you send them, and, like, I'll say, okay, Krom, take this field, Lucina, take this one, and, like, they'll do it. But in the meantime, I'll have taken, like, three other battlegrounds. Like, in this one, like, they are your force. Like, they're all you've got. So, it's cool. I like it. I think it's a really, like, it speaks highly to the fact that I think Fire Emblem Warriors is really the most tactical Warriors game you're going to play. And if you're Mm -hmm. looking for that, I really recommend it. But all that being said, I'm really looking forward to playing some Hyrule Warriors (laughs) again in another uh, 50 minutes. So what have you been playing, Esteban? 49 minutes and Speaking 28 seconds, Warriors, to be Steve. specific. Um, oh, God. Yeah, that's the theme of the night. Um, part of the other reason I wanted to come on the show tonight is because I wanted to talk about Donkey Kong, which nobody didn't see this coming. Um, I've actually you mean that game already, that you hated? Yeah, that game that I hated. So <laughs> I've, I've, I tried to play it again on Wii U, and I remembered the other thing that I didn't like about it. The Wii U oh. had, and I and I first noticed this actually with BitTrip Presents Runner 2, so it's funny that that game would come up tonight. But for whatever <laughs> reason, the Wii U, unless you were playing on the gamepad screen itself, had an ungodly amount of lag to it. And I know really? it's not, it's, hmm. I don't think it's my TV, hmm. because I'm playing my Switch on that same damn TV, and there's no lag whatsoever. Um, I don't remember so that. Maybe it was my Wii U, I don't know. But I did that. So that was the other 
big problem. That sounds annoying as hell. Yeah. Especially like, for a hard ass game you'd, like Donkey you'd Kong. Push a, mm-hmm. You'd push the jump button and it would be a quarter second later that Donkey Kong would jump. Oh, fuck that. As I recall, I Smash Bros. had that problem too, it didn't did. it? Yeah. I so, never had that. I mean, I haven't played Smash Brothers in quite a while, but I don't remember ever having any timing issues with it was. It was mainly with the Wii and the Wii U that you would experience that. And the only reason I hadn't experienced it to begin with was from adjusting the uh, Wii to work with my old TV because of Guitar Hero. Mm. Because if you didn't have it adjusted just right, right. Oh, it was yeah, right. So, but anyway, all that being said, um, I've completed Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. I've 100%ed it. I do not have it in me to 200%ed it. I hate time trials. And, <sighs> I, you know, it was hard enough on the regular mode. I don't stand a chance if I'm taking one hit and it's Donkey Kong only. So I'm sure. quite content with 100%ing it. That being said, I really enjoyed the game. What they did with that last island when you get to DK Island, there were mm-hmm. so many throwbacks to the original game. Mm-hmm. Like the minecart yeah. level, or it was a barrel level where you had the bat chasing you. You actually go past that bat and he's frozen in ice. And he just watches you go by on another barrel blast, barrel thing, whatever they're called. Um, there were two, I think I counted two or three references to the first level in the first level of that game. Um, it was now, just... Is this, is this like the first yeah, Retro so Studios do, game or the first Rare game that they're referencing? The first, re- so Donkey Kong Country Returns Okay, is what they're referencing. So yeah, like you get to the, you've have you finished that game, Justin? No, um, I don't know how far I got in, okay. which is what then something I need I to figure not, out before I actually. Okay, so buy I'm it. not gonna spoil it for you, because I got there and I played the first level and I'm like, oh my gosh, that was really cool. And then you get to the second level and Lucas was on with me when this happened. <laughs> I got to the second level. I came to the realization of what they were doing, and I'm like, oh my. God, that is amazing. I got so excited. I'll, like, that that one thing alone just made my entire game. I'll be honest, I don't I remember actually... most of Returns, because I... You'll remember parts of it. I, I started it on the Wii, kind of fizzled out, traded it in, and got the 3DS version, and slow burned it on, on work right. breaks for a few months, so... Right. I was just really impressed that you managed to go like four years or however long it's been without getting that spoiled for you. Well, yeah. So same it could here. be like, because it was it was fun watching you like experience that for the first and, time. Like that's actually and a really the music fun moment, in that last so. world is absolutely yep. it's by far the best in the game. Mm-hmm. Like that Lockjaw Saga Aquatic Ambience song is good, Justin. Mm-hmm. But that last world, the music that's in it, blows that shit out of the water. No I have the whole soundtrack. I'll have to. Listen yeah, to um, the soundtrack um, that I have, it's split into like four discs. Um, the first song of The Last World is, what did I say it was called? Yeah. Something hijinks. Uh, hijinks. Uh, homecoming hijinks. Homecoming hijinks. That's the song that starts the, the final world. But that music is stunning, and especially when you see the levels that it's tied to. Mm-hmm. Like, the music by itself is good. But when you experience the music alongside the level that it goes with, so you can hear what it's representing, just I makes love, it that much better. It's it's very much like a cinematic. Stuff. It's like a cinematic Donkey really Kong, is. which is one it's reason really why cool. when I was playing uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns, I had already downloaded the soundtrack, but I would, wouldn't listen to the music until I played the level 
that it was associated oh, right. with because yes yeah, I'm, I'm the same way with every game yeah, i usually <laughs> am but yeah that well, was one where i'm like yeah. the experience like there's just something about the way um they marry the music and visuals and gameplay experiences in the retro donkey kong games well that and is to just... be honest with you justin i'm gonna be frank with you the music the first time I'll i be listened justin. to it from that last world didn't really catch my ear and yes i'm ignoring that joke because it was that bad um but hearing the music again after i've played the levels that go with the music just makes it that much better so go into it knowing um, that that it might not mean as much to you just listening to it without having seen the levels but it once you see those levels it's like okay i get what they were doing now because it's very can, subtle can can I make a point during your time, Steve, or do you have a lot more you want to talk about? Uh, well, no, I don't have anything else to talk about other than I played mine. I've been getting back into Minecraft again, and my god, I love that game. But that's the only other game I've been playing. So go ahead, Lucas. Well, I guess, and we've <laughs> talked about this before. I'll be quick because yeah. I know you're probably almost up on time anyway. But I feel like that really speaks to like the difference between the Switch and the Wii U because it's the same game. It is like, and reviewers have been really silly with like. You well, know, the, the difference of to, scores. I have started calling Steve GameStop or GameStop, yeah. GameSpot, GameSpot, because well, no, he's the same. And, and, <laughs> and I don't, I don't mean that in that way because, like, we're all getting Hyrule Warriors for the second or third time, third. and you bought Breath of the Wild for the second time, and Steve bought Donkey Kong for the second right. time. You know, it, it is what it is. But the the thing that amazes me with it is, I I literally believe that you had a lot more fun with it this time. It's not just that you didn't like give it a chance, you or me even that you played it differently. Which is a part, but yeah, you, the switch is the system is a part of the gaming experience. Right. I've come to realize it really and is, and I didn't, yeah. and I didn't realize that until I had a switch because I've never really felt that way before. But the switch makes gaming better, at least for those of well, us yeah. who really love well, it. Yeah, to your, and, and like to your I mean, point that it's the same game. The I, I played both modes for the sake of review. Like I started out in funky mode just because I knew the game was fucking difficult, and I found it yeah. was too easy. <laughs> So the mode that I'm talking about 100%ing is the original game, Sans Funky. Yeah. Like, and I, it was yeah. not the Funky mode that I beat, and I loved it, and it was the same goddamn game. I don't remember whether <laughs> whether I mentioned this last week, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to play it in Funky mode, but as Donkey Kong. Cause, yeah, so then you can get well, the extra hard. Right, because yeah. that's, that's what I yeah. did, though, and I was still finding it too easy. Right. Well, mm-hmm. um, one of the reasons I got the 3DS version of Returns was because the new you know, mode. I, yeah, like, and it's not that I can't handle the challenge because I like challenging platforming. But to know that if I get completely frustrated, I have the relief of getting right. a green mm-hmm. balloon, or, you know, getting a couple green balloons, right. or you know, whatever to just kind of like when I'd face a boss, I would usually use like the. In- invincibility barrel to learn his pattern and then try and do it without you know and again it goes back to the celeste argument yeah all the helpers are there that doesn't say you have to use them right the point is they put them in there so everybody can enjoy the game instead of just those that are good enough to enjoy it yeah and and i still argue that that's not a necessity with gaming right it's always nice to have the option right like I, I don't, I don't think there's any shame to be had for a game designer that just wants to make a brutal. Well, look game. at Meat Boy. No, it's just, it's a, yeah, it's a slightly different audience. Yeah. I mean, there's a part of me that always wishes that like little kids today got to play like 
exceptionally hard games exceptionally hard and get that like 80s gamer mentality but like not every little kid is there well not only that but the problem is and i've had this discussion with my girlfriend because my um soon to be eight-year-old has like no attention span for new games especially older games especially more challenging games he just keeps on falling back and the the problem is nowadays if a game doesn't hook you right away there are millions of other games you can play. Whereas when For we sure. were growing up, you know, like exactly. I would get a new game every like once or like maybe two, three times a year. So you yeah. either get For good literally. at it, you either get good at that game or you spend your money to buy or rent another game or you play one of the five other games that you have and that's it. Um mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah, we like I know there's everybody says, oh yeah, games were harder back then because you know they were still pl- making games like like it was the arcade, like quarter munchers. But I think a lot of it also comes down to you know games had to be longer. yeah they they had to find some <laughs> way to make people keep playing this game for months because it might be the only game they'll have for the next four or five months. yeah <laughs> oh yeah obviously but by that same standard you could choose to be the kind of parent that only buys your kid a few games a year you know yeah but like, I, he has access i, I, I don't to see half me my library so you know <laughs> well see that's the thing but like i don't see myself like dumping games down my kid's throat when i have a kid like i i, I would be like here you go here's a game for like two or three months have fun with it yeah. Like it, it, it's unfortunate because there's just not as much, you know, length and difficulty to games. But it's also kind of a blessing, I guess. I mean, so, to wit, it is what it is. To wit, he time. mostly plays Minecraft, Breath of the Wild. He'll jump in and out of like Wind Waker and Pikmin, but yeah, for the most games that never really end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, for the most part, <laughs> yeah. he has his like handful of games that a couple Lego games. Especially my four year old loves the Lego games. You know, just this couple games that they always fall back on. That is a different yeah. sound. Yes, that was a different sound. Well, that's our second, that's so, our third timer. So, so that's why I, I it's guess, different. I guess Did to, we get a second? I guess to bring it back around. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Watch, watch here. Okay, watch for my review of Tropical Freeze. I thought I was going to write it the other night, and I spent a lot more time uh, working with that Minecraft article. Um, so I plan on working on that either tomorrow or saturday at some point for hopefully a post for early next week so watch infendo.com for my review very nice very nice all right guys well that's been changed the system that's been the show uh it's been a good one again i feel like as we inch closer to e3 like um it's starting to get more and more exciting i love this time of year to be a gamer don't you guys (laughs) like all the rumors and speculation getting thrown around so it's just me Gamer speaking speaking yeah, of E three, I've taken the Monday and Tuesday off already. It's been approved. <laughs> so for those of you listeners that are gonna be watching it live and you wanna pop in the Discord, I will be there all fucking day. So <laughs> Also speaking of E three, would next week be too soon to maybe go over some predictions? Should we wait? Well mm. when is when is the right time? <laughs> Hmm. I think ne- That's, next well, week is it because the week after that is uh, our special episode that you should really join our Patreon for to get on. The, there, hmm. there are four, one, two, three episodes until E three, and then the four on the fourth week would be E three week. So yeah, it's coming up 
time for that, I think. So yeah, maybe we'll have to talk about that in our little internal Discord. Hmm, figure out when that's going to be. Stay tuned for that. So, uh, yeah, uh, come join us again next week. Come join us again, you know, uh, f- for sure throughout the <laughs> month of June as E3's rolling around. But, Don't uh, leave us. Yeah, we would... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So if you would like to follow us and everything that we're doing, definitely make sure to go to Infendo.com where you can check out our merch shop. You can join our Discord and hang out with Gentis when he's, uh, you know, taking off from work because it's E3 time. Um, definitely make sure to go and check out all of the articles that are going up each and every day. Um, give us a shout out on one of our articles or one of the comments, um, for one of the articles that we were writing, you know, that'd be really helpful for us. We'd appreciate that. And also from Infendo.com, you can subscribe to the podcast, which you're listening to right now. And um, if you are subscribed on iTunes or some kind of podcast catching service, why don't you give us a little review? We'd appreciate that as well. Helps our our visibility. All right. Is that enough plugs? I think I did it. Um, You can find me at Infendo Eugene on Twitter. Of course, find Infendo at Infendo on Twitter. Where can the people find you, Steve? Uh, You guys can find me at Gentis1 on Twitter. And subscribe to my YouTube channel as well. At some point, I promise I'll get those videos uploaded. So for those of you that subscribe, it's actually, you know, going to happen and you're going to be shocked. There's like, I got 12 that are waiting. (laughs) Nice. All right, Justin, where can the people find you and all the cool stuff that's hopefully going to be going up on all your various channels soon? Uh, um, Hopefully. Um, Are we uploading to our own YouTube channels or are we uploading to Infendo? Wow. Your call. Yeah, I've been uploading to the like main Infendo channel because I figure there's just more people that'll right. see it there. So, um, Eugene, will you make the that one playlist public, and I'll just add to that. Yeah, for sure. That'll work. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Infendo Justin. Uh, all of my gaming information is on there. If you send me a request on the 3DS, make sure I know about it so that I can look <laughs> up your friend code and enter it because you know. Good old fashioned, good old fashioned friend codes. I let you know multiple times. Full. <laughs> I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming Nintendo and their crappy. Yeah, it's true. It is a shitty system. <laughs> I mean, I don't. You're not so you wrong. say that, but I've never had a problem registering a friend I, on I'm, 3DS. All right, I'm like, it's a pain, but it's like a five-minute pain. I think people people whine about friend codes way more than is due. I, like, it sucks, I, but it's not. I like... am I am I'm going to get get off on a brief tangent here. Uh, the idea of friend <laughs> the idea of friend codes has never bothered me. Honestly, I don't mind it. What I don't like what I what the Switch improved. In, on the situation is that when you send a friend request, the other person exactly gets a notification. On yeah. the Wii and the 3DS, you had to know each other and know that you are sending each other the friend code. Otherwise, you had no idea. Uh, that's my biggest problem with the 3DS. Yeah, um, agreed. But, but to have to have a 12-digit number, oh well, I need to know it once and then, you know... Big book. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, so follow me on Twitter at Infendo Justin. <laughs> um, all of my gaming information is on there. Um, I've uh, got a blog going up on utilidork.com. Hopefully, in the next week or two, it's. I've got one finished. I've got another one I'm working on, and I am trying to decide whether I want to split 
one of them in half because I tend to write a lot. Speaking of writing a lot, I've got another blog that's uh, in the finishing touches for Infendo, so doing a lot of writing now that the weather is nice and I'm spending a lot of time uh, with the kids at the playground. So, <laughs> Nice. Awesome. Well, Lucas, which playground are you frequenting, and where can we find you? The playground of life, my friend. She's a fickle <laughs> mistress uh, to court her. Um, no, I am primarily on... I'm, where am I primarily? I'm not primarily anywhere. I'm all over the place. Uh, my Twitter is Chromatic Hue. It doesn't see a lot of use. It's mostly for silly retweets and stuff like that and bunny photos. But if you're into bunnies and silly <laughs> retweets, that's the place to go, I guess. A much more important place to go is HueAdventure.com, which is just a secret trick to get onto my Patreon, where you can give me money. Um, <laughs> it, the Patreon is also the place where I post all of the updates on the game I'm working on, Hue Adventure. Um, so if you're interested in that, and if you want to see some weird live streams of me just sitting around clicking buttons all day, Sorry, that's a thing. Um, alternatively, just catch up and see how I'm, do I'm doing. You don't have to pay me anything. It's cool. I just like visitors. And comments. <laughs> I love comments. Um, Minus is great at that, but the rest of you would be welcome to comment as well. Um, that takes work. There was one other... Oh, two other places. As I mentioned on the... Um, Nintendoon segment, or was it Change the System? Change the System! I've been posting Infendo Plays again, so have some of my cohorts. So, by all means, feel free to check us out on there. We're not just a live podcast of magic. We also do gaming of magic, live or not live. Speaking, so that's a thing. Speaking of which, we uh, always forget to mention this, but if you are uh, watching us on YouTube, be sure to like, uh, give us a like and a subscribe on our channel there and on this video because it helps us get some exposure. Part, <laughs> now's the part where I call you out for not watching my last Infendo plays because I remembered to ask that. Um, <laughs> we always forget on the podcast, so that's fair. But, yeah, I'm filming Death Road to Canada videos every Sunday now. That's my new project, and it's going great. It's going real great for poor Eugene, so watch his <laughs> suffering on the show there. Um, and if you haven't been watching place, his suffering on this show. If, if you can't be bothered to go to any of those other websites I mentioned, there's one website I would very much encourage you to go to, infendo.com. We have done a lot with it lately to try to get it up to snuff and back to its former glory. It's like a uh, divine beast that had to be rewired from the inside out. We, we got it. We're getting it running again. It's doing good. Um, we have almost daily content, depending on how busy my work week is. <laughs> we have um, all of our podcasts that you can go back and listen to, which is super cool. We've almost got character bios. We do, but most of our photos are just stock footage until we get our crap together for Eugene. Hey, mine's there. Um, what are you We have a lot of stuff. And the daily content is little silly stuff that usually I throw together if nobody else has written anything better, just like quizzes and stuff like that. So if you're into just fun little five-minute things, like go have fun for five minutes and tell your friends, because traffic is amazing. Traffic is my best friend. So <laughs> that's all the amazing places you can find me. Steve, 
have you gone yet? I was playing Death Road to Canada during this. <laughs> cool. All right then, I'm, this has been Fendo Radio. Have a lovely night. But so you know. <laughs> oh God, we are definitely done. We're out of here. This Can is you do this on video? Hour. We're de- <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get the boat eggs. All right, guys. Thank you for sticking around. We appreciate it. Um, it has been a wild ride. We will see you next week. Catch you later. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. There, I said it.